crazy Cause I want you baby But you don't so get out, get out, get out Guys, what's up? This is Date Fails. I'm Kate Quigley. I have one of my best friends on today. Woo! I'm so excited that he's here. Um, we're recording in my apartment. It might be a little echoey because I was too lazy to go to the Hollywood Improv to record today. And I was like, yo, come to my house and let's talk and we'll just record it. And uh, you all know him and love him. He's a very funny comedian. He's been on Comics Unleashed. He's been on Gotham Comedy Live. He's been on Andrew Dice Clay's Blue Special on Showtime. And he's a regular on my Periscope, even though he hates being on it. Eric Myers! Woo! Yay! Hello, Miss Quigley's. I love you. We're just talking about I Eric. You, boo. We're talking about Eric living with me. I think we should live together. I, think I don't think be... it's a good idea. Why? Because well, I don't know. What if what if you grow to hate me? That's impossible. How could I ever hate you? We spend so much time together already, and I've never hated you once. It's different though. When you live with somebody, and you come home, and there's like a fork in the kit in the sink. Or, like <laughs> I leave a sock out. Like eventually, it's the little shit. You're it's right. the little shit that adds up, and eventually yeah. be like, Eric, if you fucking leave one more sock in the kitchen, I'll be like, yeah. and then we'll do that thing where we, and we can't ignore each other because <laughs> we live here, and then we're going to hate hate each other, and then you're going to want to throw me out. But don't you think we could talk about it? Like, remember the weekend we spent together in Phoenix, and we didn't get mad at each other till the last day. We spent like four or five days in a hotel room that was like the size of a fucking closet. Yeah, but we did fight, all because I wouldn't take a picture of you naked at the Sizzler. That's not what happened. We fought the last day, and it was because... That's you... exactly what happened. <laughs> no, that's not what happened. What happened was we fought the last day because you promised to take a photo of me in a bikini at the Sizzler walking through the buffet line, and then we drove 30 miles to the fucking goddamn Sizzler because you wanted to go there, and then we got there, you chickened out and wouldn't take my photo. Okay, let me tell... First of all, that is not even remotely true. That's totally what happened. Okay, maybe it is. But let me tell your viewers what happened. So me and Kate are doing The Laugh Factory in Phoenix, and, you know, Kate's on Periscope, and she's like, I want you to take a bikini picture of me at Sizzler. And I'm like, okay. We get to Sizzler, and it's these old people and families, and I'm, just, I'm, I'm like, I'm too embarrassed. I can't do it. Kate gets hella mad at me, and then she puts on, on Facebook or Periscope, can anyone take a picture of me? And some fucking Uber driver <laughs> walks in the Sizzler and goes, are you Kate and Eric? This guy looks like a serial killer. And I'm like, dude, they're going to they're gonna call the cops. They're going to get mad at us. This is a family restaurant. The waitresses are going to get pissed. I'm outside for 20 minutes. Kate comes out. She has pictures of her with, like, the old people are high-fiving her. The waitresses are sitting with her. They're giving her free food. Her, her picture's up as the employee. Like, they loved her. Of course, because this is the thing. People are always like, when you do the in a bikini thing, do you get kicked out? And do people get angry? And the truth is that sometimes I do get kicked out, but no one ever gets angry. If I get kicked out for anything, they're like, you can't take photos here, but we love what you're doing. You're adorable. People love the bikini thing. Well, in Hollywood, it's one thing, but I was like, oh my god, we're at the Sizzler in like the middle of like some suburban neighborhood. I have to admit, I was. They don't have women like you there. I, yes, they do. At the Sizzler? Well, not the Sizzler. The next hottest woman was 65 and had two teeth. <laughs> Maybe not at the Sizzler, but the girls, there were some cute girls working there. You wouldn't have hooked up with any of those servers, Sizzler servers? If I got free, uh, free access to the buffet. <laughs> when I was a kid, going to the Sizzler on Friday was like the shit. Really? And as an adult, I'm like, this is the worst fucking food. That was my first time ever at Sizzler. My dad would take us to the Sizzler and I'd be so excited. Shut up. And it was like a big, and then I realized like kids eat for like $4. So I would just load up on chicken tenders and Mountain Dew and just like be sick for like three months. You know what's funny is if a guy took me on a date to a Sizzler, I would not have a problem with that. Yeah, but you're cool. 
Yeah, well, thank you. Well, you're not super bougie. No, I'm not, but I wonder if my standards are too low, and I should have a problem with that. Like, lately... Well, you're hanging out with me, so that's a red well, flag. <laughs> when you're calling me because you're lonely, I'm like, oh, did no one else answer? Did you go through no. Facebook? I didn't call... How many guys have you texted before me? I don't even want to know. Oh, please. Ten. You're like the first person that... You know what? I feel like I might need to take another break from guys. I feel like I'm at the point again. It's like I go through phases where... You know, I get excited about dating, and then I do it, and then I just get my fucking heart trampled on so many times that I just want to give up again. Can I tell you, I thought being single in L.A. was going to be, like, a blast, because I grew up watching all these movies, all yeah. these TV shows, where guys like me get these perfect ten women, because a guy like me wrote the fucking movie. <laughs> these co- like, Chris Farley's dating Jessica Alba, and I'm like, that's totally what's going to happen, because I'm funny. I get to L.A., these people on Tinder, first of all, I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> I have no car and no driver's license. Do you know what that's like bringing that up on a date? Why do you tell them? Well, how long can I keep that I don't have a car? A okay, well, the car thing is an issue. Although... So, like, how'd you get here? I'm like, do you see that bike over there? I wish that was mine because I fucking walked. <laughs> you can't even, like, I can't even afford a bicycle. They're like, what kind of car do you have? I'm like, Uber. They're like, you're a driver? I'm like, I'm more of a passenger. Well, but here's the thing. I've had plenty of guys pick me up for dates and Ubers, and that doesn't turn me off at all. Like, he can afford an Uber, and he's responsible. Well, Kate, because you're a good person. Some of these people are just That's true. Douchey. On a side note, there is a Sizzler uh, on uh, right here in Hollywood. There is? Yes. We should go there for dinner one night. I ate there with Chris Cope one time. You it's did. right on, it's, it's on, the, like, La Brea and... Uh, is it good, like the Sizzler in Phoenix, or is it worse because it's a Hollywood Sizzler? It's Sizzler. It's like McDonald's. Are they all the same? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Because I feel like they're not always like Chipotle. I feel like some are good and some are not good. I mean, it's 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 not the best meal of your life. Kate, I just spilled my coffee. Kate, oh my god. This is why I'm single. I just tried to take a sip of coffee and I like spilled it all down my shirt. I feel like you keep saying you're going to take a break from guys and then three days later, like, Eric, I texted that guy again. I'm like, which one? The guy who, uh, you know, has a cat dead cat in his freezer or whatever (laughs) crazy shit they do. Well, I mean, I try to take breaks from guys, but, like, masturbating gets so old, and sometimes you just want a warm body. And then what happens is I meet one that I... I've never heard a guy say that ever. (laughs) No man. Like, I'm just tired of jerking off. Really? When I jerk off in the morning, I'm depressed, because I have nothing to look forward to the rest of the day. Shut up! It's only nine. I gotta go back to... I need a Gatorade. But isn't it better fucking a real person? Yes. Okay, but... I'm not jerking off. I'm not like, oh, these women keep calling to fuck me, but I'm just going to jerk off into a sock. (laughs) Here's the thing. It's easier, though. It's free, and, you know, you don't have to risk getting your heart broken, or... Exactly. Having somebody cheat on you, or not answer your text, or throw an Instagram picture with somebody. I just can't handle it. Let's talk about what's really happening. Let's talk about there's real shit. Like, I had really bad date fails this week. I'm going to tell you my whole story of my date fail. Can I just say something first? Yes. Can we make a dating app just for fucked up people so you know what you're getting? It's just called like broken.com. <laughs> and you just damaged. And your pictures, you have to your one of your friends has to take the pictures for you. It's not like you at like at like the Dolby Theater at the red carpet. It's like you, you like in bed good. eating cheese it's it's you it's you stalking your ex in the bushes. Oh my god. And you have to put what you have to put the top ten most fucked up things about you. I think that's actually a great idea. Look, I have OCD, I'm a control freak, I'm jealous, I'm needy. Who would know I'm ever going to date, though? Yeah, because you're on Broken.com. People like fucked up people. Where are those people for me? Everyone's friends like, you deserve somebody good and great. We're in Hollywood, we're fucked up people, and we want to date fucked up people. I don't want to date fucked up people. Yeah, it's exciting. No, well, 
make somebody normal. That's it's a, true. It's a snore. Normal is boring, but there's got to be a happy. Like that's I want to think. I want to think this girl might murder me in my sleep. Do you really? No. I really do, though. I like the element of danger. Like I like a guy that I'm like. You either like fucked up people or your Tinder is possessed by a demon. I like. First of all, in a past life, you were not. You know, I don't date off Tinder. Well, Reza or whatever the fuck it's called. Raya. I'm. Well, normal people can't get Raya. I'm getting zero ass on Tinder. I mean... I'm after the lady in a shark outfit. You did? Yeah. Shut up. I'm like, oh, I... Why did you swipe on her? Because I just swipe on everybody. (laughs) She messaged me. I'm like, do you want to go to the aquarium? Why are you dressed like Jaws? What the fuck's going on? Did you really ask her to go to the aquarium? Because you're wearing a shark outfit? You should have. I want to see that octopusy. Oh, my God. I mean, here's what's happening. I'm dating... Well, sort of dating a couple people... But you know, there's this one guy. I'm sort of dating a couple people. What does that mean? It means I am seeing. Okay, there's one I've been seeing regularly. There's one I've been seeing very irregularly, and there's one that I want to be seeing, but we're pretty much just texting. But I think I know why now. But here's what. I, okay, let me just tell you what happened. Okay, let's start with jewelry guy. God, I need a drink. Do you? Want- you can't drink. I might realize You're an alcoholic. No drinking on this podcast. Yeah. My problem got worse after I met you. Stop it, Eric. It did not. He's lying, guys. Um, let's start with Jewelry Guy. They know about Jewelry Guy. Jewelry Guy is an actor. He's an award-winning, Golden Globe-winning actor. Okay. The reason I call him Jewelry Guy is because we only went on two dates. And on both dates, one, he got me coffee. And then the second time, I went to his place and he... Basically gave me more coffee, and so he spent like twelve dollars on me, and then I accidentally left thirty dollars worth of jewelry at his house after we had sex, and I never got that jewelry back because I haven't seen him since. So basically, I lost about eighteen dollars on the whole transaction. Like he's a millionaire, and I lost money sleeping with him. Kate, you're a hot chick, and you're doing the whole hot chick thing. You should be making money. Well, at least getting free dinners. At least free dinner, right? He should be coming out of the negative. He kind of had craft services there. Well, he was having people... Excuse over. me? He, he did. He had your date catered? Yeah, okay. Are you serious? Yeah, well... Like a bowl of condoms? He actually... He did. He had people over to watch a fight, and he had the, the party catered. So there was food. It was like a fight party. And then after everyone left, I stayed, and we hooked up. Okay. Okay. Was, was the craft services, like... It was all right. Was that enticing? It was... It was <laughs> I thought even he had the sex catered. Like, people were coming in with, like, hors d'oeuvres and stuff. No, but he did give me a protein bar after sex. But also, he didn't like that I drank out of his water bottle. It was weird. After you had sex, he drank out of his water bottle? Yeah, I took a sip out of his water bottle, and he was like, I don't like to share water. And then he gave me a protein bar. He gave you a protein? That's so romantic. I know. It was gluten-free, though. So at least he's looking out. I'm gluten-free. Did he cuddle afterwards? No. Do you cuddle afterwards? If I like the guy. Are you a cuddler? Well, I am when I really like the guy. So you don't like him that much? Um, no. The sex is so mediocre, too. He doesn't try that hard. He went down on me for, like, 30 seconds. 30 seconds? He went down on me for maybe a minute. And then... Was that it, a deal break? It was kind of like, okay, did it. Time to fuck you. And then he did. And then he wasn't even good at that. Is that a deal breaker if a guy doesn't go down? I mean, it's not a deal breaker, but it's a pretty big deal. What if a guy doesn't do it at all? Ever? Yeah. Then he's gay? Really? Who doesn't do that? Oh, no. My booty call guy doesn't do that. I have a booty call guy. That I don't count him as one of the ones I'm dating. 
You have a booty call guy? I have a booty call guy right now. Which one's that? Um, I can't really say. Um, Do I, have I heard of this one? He is someone you know. He's not a comedian. He's really hot. He's an athlete. That's all I'm going to say. Um, I can't keep up with all this. He's only a booty call. I mean, our text messages to each other are like this. I'm like, hey, what's up? You want to hook up tonight? Cool. Come over. How does that work? You have zero feelings for him? I like him a little bit, but he here's why here's why he's a perfect booty call. You want to know? Guys, if you want to know how to be the perfect booty call, this is how. Because before we ever had sex, he told me, all I want out of this is sex. I don't want to go on dates. He must be really good looking. Well, yeah. He's really hot. He's a professional athlete. Can you imagine if I said that to a woman? All I want is sex. I'm like, hello? Hello? I think my phone, I think we got disconnected. Well, I, I didn't block on Facebook before I even hung up the phone. I'm not gonna pretend. I'm not gonna pretend that I don't like his personality. I think to somebody and not have any feelings for that. I, I like his that. personality. I enjoy him. I enjoy hanging out. But because he told me that up front, somehow in my mind, I was able to put up like this barrier. And also, it's the way it happens. He comes over. We hang out and talk for maybe like 20, 30 minutes. Then we have sex, and then he leaves. There's no cuddling. There's no. <sighs> it's like literally like that's all it is. It's like ordering a pizza. Maybe I need one of those. You do. It's the best. I've been trying to get one for 36 years. <laughs> How do I do this? The problem with him I is... I fall in love with everybody, and then I fuck. It's, I fall in love easily, too. You know that. I'm a romantic. I am, too. You guys want to be alone. I'm looking for anything in this godforsaken town. Well, that... I mean, that's the thing, is that, like... I'm I, not famous enough to get a booty call. Yes, you are. You don't have to be famous to get a booty call. You just have to... In L.A. You have to do it you right. You at least have to have a pilot. You do not have to be famous. I have to show a girl a teaser trailer to get my, my <laughs> underwear on. You show her your cartoon trailer. I don't even take her to, I don't buy flowers in LA. You just show up your IMDb Pro. I'm like, okay, I'll fuck you. That's not true. Come on. I mean, look, the, this guy is super duper duper hot, and it just so happens we have like amazing chemistry. So the sex is good. But you know what I think well, you it can is? never date him because why? The sex is. He doesn't want to? He doesn't want to. And the sex is good. It's really good. But it's not so mind blowingly good that I catch feelings. Because when the sex is mind-blowing good, that's how you catch the feelings. And cuddling. Cuddling is huge. We don't cuddle. He doesn't sleep over. I could never have sex with you because it'd be, it'd be the most epic disappointment. And then i turn on Dave Fails and he'd be like, I suddenly like, I'm not going to say his name, but... Um, it would not be a disappointment. He lasted 10 seconds and I started crying. That would be a disappointment. Then he drank all my coffee. That's not... <laughs> 10 seconds, I was exaggerating. I gave I myself think... a five-second window, a grace period. No. Yes. Eric, I you... I put on my pants and then I pass out. Let's talk about it. Why do you think you're bad in bed? You always say this. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Let's get to it. Why? I don't think I'm necessarily bad with women or bad in bed. I have I have extremely bad anxiety and I have extremely bad obsessive-compulsive disorder. So being cool with women, I can't do it because I'm so... I have ADHD. I have obsessive-compulsive disorder. I've been diagnosed and I'm manic and I have, I have such bad anxiety that when I'm in bed, I'm so worried about doing a good job that I can't enjoy it. Oh. Because I'm like, is she enjoying it? Am I doing good? Should I do this? Wow, Should I do really? that? What was that? My, my, but my head's like that if I go to the post office. My head is always going crazy. So I, I can't be cool with them. Wait three days to text her. No, I'm going to text her now. What's she going to about? I can't either. I'm obsessive. Because I'm obsessive. I am too. So I'm not People that are chill and don't care... Get a lot of people. Oh my god! But I look like I'm a cra- crazy, creepy stalker. That's not the case. I'm just, I'm just like text me. Why don't you text me back? Facebook. 
Also, the girl on Facebook messages, it'll give the great check, but she hasn't even read it. It's been three days. I read my messages. I don't even care what they're from. They can be from anybody. I read them as soon as I get them. Oh, my God. I'm so obsessive. And guys think I, I need medication to get laid, is what I'm saying. Yeah, no, me too. I feel like that. But you're a pretty girl. Yeah, but I'm obsessive. As the average dude, it's different. I drive guys away because when I start to like them too much, I start to get really... I also have extreme anxiety, and mm-hmm. I obsess. So when they when they aren't answering me, and I have a huge abandonment issues. So when they're not messaging me back, my mind immediately goes to oh they're done with me they're fucking someone else they don't want to see me anymore they're not as into me as I am into them like my brain goes to all the worst places and I obsess I, this is me too my friend is a therapist and he said all anxiety is separation anxiety so when the guy it probably stems from your relationship with your father for sure but with with the guy not to get too deep with shit but it, with, with the guy's not texting you or coming back you feel like he is rejecting you or abandoning you and it makes you want to over pursue yes pushes them away even further yes this is my mistake the more oh. you leave people alone the more they want you my friend's like you see you act around the women that like me are the ones that I'm not really attracted to but they seem to like me because I don't care They'll message me and I'll message her back whenever. But I'm a really good girl. If she texts me, I will text. I will. I will. I will go over what I'm going to text her 20 times. Text her. If she doesn't text me back in 10 seconds, I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe I put a period instead of an exclamation point. Do I put the smiley face? Is she going to think I'm weird? I obsess over every little detail, and it drives me nuts. What do you think? How would you react if a girl just sent you back a, a photo of a middle finger? Because <laughs> I did that with jewelry guy. It depends how well I knew her. If I thought she was joking, I'd probably be like, what the fuck? Okay, wait. I have to tell you. Why did you send them the middle finger? The end of the jewelry. I have to tell you the end of the jewelry guy story. No, this is so great. So jewelry guy can get any girl he wants, pretty much, right? Let's be real. You know who jewelry guy is. Yeah, probably. He's successful. He's famous. He can have whoever he wants. Sure. So um, I text jewelry guy the other day. I haven't seen him in a while. And I hit him up and I just said, hey, I've been really busy, but we should hang soon. I want to just keep Jewelry Guy in my life, even if it's as a friend. So I hit him up and said that. Um, he messages me back, say the word, I'm down. And I wrote back, cool, how about this weekend? Sunday looks open. And he wrote, sounds good, see you then. This is like Thursday or Friday. Thursday, okay? okay. So I messaged him last night, that's Saturday. Today is Sunday. Today's the day we we're going to hang out. I messaged him last night at 8 o'clock. We're going to hang out on Easter? He's Jewish. Okay. Who cares? All right. Anyway, so I message him and I go, I go, hey, what are you up to tomorrow? Uh, I go, what are you up to tomorrow? You want to get up to some fun? He wrote back, cool. That's it. Cool. And that makes you like him more because he's not clear about his feelings. No. 100% no. I didn't even answer. I was like, what the fuck does that mean? I'm not into it at all. Wait. I don't believe you, Kate. Listen. I don't believe you. Listen to today's text thread. He said, cool. I never responded. In my mind, listen, the thing I'm sick of is these fucking LA dudes and dudes anywhere that don't make plans. If I said, what are you up to tomorrow? Want to get into some fun? You should be like, absolutely. What do you want to do? Or what? Yeah. Right? I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Who says cool? That's fucked up. But that's, he's he's probably gaming though. Okay. Well, I never answered. So guess what happens? This morning at 10.45, I get a text from him. You know what it says? Happy Easter. So then I write back, happy Easter, even though you're Jewish. And then he goes, can you hang with a Jewish guy on Easter? And I wrote back, depends. What do you have in mind? Because the last time he just invited me over, I ended up hooking up with him and and left my jewelry. This time I want something out of it, at least a meal. What did I tell you about these guys? 
What is the one thing I told you? To make them take me out to dinner three times. Three times. Three times. And by dinner, I don't mean you go over to their house, they're eating fucking SpaghettiOs, and say, hey, do you want some toast? To be fair, it was a really nice house. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway, look, you'd be proud of me, because he messaged back. I am proud of you. And he said, come to Malibu. And I wrote back, nah, that's a little far. I have a lot to do today. I thought you might be in Hollywood. We didn't really have plans, so uh, I'm going to take a pass, but let's definitely hang soon. And he lost his shit. I don't think he probably ever gets turned down by girls or blown off by girls. He doesn't. He suddenly starts sending me all these texts. He's like, I thought we had plans today. I'm confused. And I go, I didn't think we had plans because when I said, what are you doing tomorrow? You said, cool. And then he sends me a screen grab of the conversation. He's like, we said, I said, see you Sunday. And I go, but we never made plans. And then he turns into like a total dick in his text and he goes, what was I supposed to say? Please come to Malibu, Kate. Let's have a walk on the beach together. Sounds like a jolly good time. That's what he wrote me back. What? Yeah. And then I was like, yeah, that would have been better. <laughs> so then he's like. Can I see the text? Yeah. So, so then he goes. Maybe there's a, maybe, maybe there's a miscommunication. Here's the, it seems to be. Here's the worst part. Then he writes me back. I said that. I go, I think this was a miscommunication. No big deal. And then he goes, well, I needed your help today because I needed to run lines. I'm like, run lines? Run lines? That's not a date. That's you not fun. Yeah. I'm not your assistant. That's What is that? I think run lines is code for I need my dick sucked. I think it is. I think it is too. So oh, I need to run lines later. Then he messaged me back and said, how about later in Hollywood? And I go, I'll tell you what, I can run lines with you at 8 o'clock. And he was like, I have dinner with my family. How about 4? And I was like, nope, busy. <laughs> so. Jesus Christ. I said, sorry, it was all a misunderstanding. Let's definitely rain check. And he never answered. So the point is, I don't think he's ever been blown off before. Probably. He's probably in shock. Yeah. And first of all, can you come to my place in Malibu? That's so much cooler than you want to come to my place in North Hollywood. His place is amazing. Yeah, I live behind the CVS. <laughs> you need to pick up tampons. You get out the CVS. I mentioned my name for 10% off Arrowhead Water. His place is amazing, but I just feel like, I. you know what, Eric? I'm proud of myself because I'm growing. Because you know Kate from a year ago would have been like, okay, I'll be right out to Malibu, and I would have hopped in my little car and driven out to Malibu on a moment's notice. You're a totally different person than when I first met you. Right? Confidence-wise. Thank but you. But you still let these guys dick you around. I don't think you know your value. I you let these guys treat you like some yin ding. I, I mean, I, but I didn't go there. If I was you, I wouldn't take shit off of any of these motherfuckers. Yeah. I'm like, come to my house and bring me something to eat, bitch. <laughs> well, so that's jewelry guy. That's what happened. And I, uh, I didn't, I didn't go there, and I think I'll probably never see him again. You just need to be a, a biatch, and these guys will love it. Well... They will love it. Tell me what you think I should do with Porn Guy. Here's what's happening with Porn Guy. I don't know. I'm crazy about Porn Guy, okay? Porn Guy and I... Craig, they, hey, I really like you. on some guy every two weeks, and then they disappear. That's not true. Do okay, you, I'm going to Philadelphia on my own dime to hang on some guy I've never even met in person. Well, to be fair, that guy was really hot, and he was FaceTiming was me every day. We were FaceTiming every day for two months. Oh, wow. It felt like a relationship. Kate, 
You're talking to that guy from the movie Her, where he's in love with his fucking phone. But porn guy is different. Can we assess? Will you tell me for real what you think I should do? You need. Okay. You know what I think I should. What do you think? What if I said I was dating a porn star? What would you say? What's she like? Okay, well. <laughs> She goes to work and gets gets fucked by eight guys, and then she comes home, and then I'm like, "Do you want to have sex?" And she's like, "I'm exhausted because my vagina is stretched out like the Great Canyon." I don't. You think I want to want to date these people? All right, listen. I know you're dating Horsecock McGee, but come on. Here's the thing. I I would never date a porn star. That's what I thought. You are. But then I met this guy, and he's really nice, and he's really cool. Well, I thought I thought he was like really respectful. He took Eric. How he, he waxes his balls? No, we don't, because he has other shit that he does. Like he he does other things. On the side. Well, like, he owns a gym, and he owns property, and he's also, like, doing other, he's, like, he does... He owns a gym, and he's a porn star. Yeah, That must be, that must be intellectually stimulating conversation. So, for the late press machine... Oh, wait, (laughs) do you want to talk about your dick, or the, uh, squat? (laughs) He's not stupid, he's smart. He's actually, like... Of course he's smart, he's a male porn star. If I could get paid to fuck people, I would... Dude. Would you really? Yes! Would you really? Because most of my guys... i do it just to get laid. I'd be like, keep the money. You would... <laughs> no one wants to watch me fuck. Be honest. Would you really be... Would you really be comfortable getting paid to have sex on camera? I don't know. I think it'd be exciting. I think it'd be exciting. See, most... Part of me's a real exhibitionist, but I, I, part of me would be scared. Most of my guy friends are like, ugh, what's wrong? Like, he's damaged, or he wouldn't be doing it. I wouldn't do it all the time, but I think one time, having, like, the camera and people around, I think it'd be exciting. But remember that that's also being sold, and, like, your parents can watch it. Well, if my parents are buying, like, Ride My Dick Part 3, I have some questions for them. <laughs> all right, well, whatever. I would kill myself if my parents saw that. Right? Jesus Christ. Well, here's, my poor mother. I mean, that's... That's why I would never do it. That's why most If people, my parents were dead, I... I don't know, but I think that'd be so demoralizing. Right. I even pee in the urinal at a bathroom if I don't want people to see my dick. I'm sorry, it's embarrassing to me. I mean, I just feel like there's some part of you that like needs the attention. If you're a porn star, you just you want to show off. It's a lot like being a comic. Yeah. You're so vulnerable. It's just like being it's a comic. It's intoxicating having all the attention on you. Exactly. But I don't know, I think it'd be very intimidating. I'd have to learn some moves. Well let's let me tell you the funny part of the porn star story because this is the part you don't know. So, look, to be fair to me, I did what you said. I made him take me out to dinner a few times. We did not hook up right away. Where'd you go? Um, well, don't judge because it was my idea. Well, the first time we Please actually don't say no, the first time we actually hung out was in Vegas. It was at the AVN Awards. We we went out. It was late at night. It was like after the after party. Don't you tell me all the nice restaurants in Vegas, and he took you to dinner. No, we went out after the after party. It was the middle of the night. It was really like breakfast in the middle of the night, but it was fun. We hung out. We talked. We did not hook up. Where did you go to eat? I don't know. Some restaurant and some casino. I don't. I really don't remember the name of it. It was nice though. It was good. Okay, and then... If you had a hot dog and stick at the food court, I'd be very upset. No, but we didn't. And then... No, it was like a nice restaurant. And then when came, I got back to LA, he came and picked me up, he took me out to dinner another time, and we went to Dave & Buster's and like played games and like fucked around, it was super fun. And then the third date... Uh, oh, the, the third date... I was back in Vegas, actually, doing stand-up, and he was there for work, and we ended up like hanging out and going out and getting food again, and like... But he's an exception to the rule. He's because, an exception to the rule. Because he's a porn star? Okay, I said you need to make a guy take you out to dinner three times, so they're not just using you for sex. 
But if a guy gets laid seven times before noon, he's not horny. Exactly. So he doesn't even care. He probably just wants to talk to somebody. That's why I that's thought. Talking about bleaching their asshole. This is why I legitimately thought this guy was like, oh, he's really into me for my personality. He's not just trying to fuck me. That's so rare for me, right? So I was that's really into it. You're a very, you're a very interesting person. You're Thank an actress. You. You're a comedian. You live in Hollywood. You're going after your dream. You're not like you don't work in some cubicle where I'm like, what'd you do today? Oh, I you know sent emails. You're just like. It's not some boring-ass job. Like, you have an exciting life. Thank you. Well, well you do. We all do. Everyone does out here. Yeah, exactly. So no one cares. But this guy really That's liked... True. This guy really liked that I'm, like, a strong, independent woman. He's like, I'm attracted to that. I just yeah. a mom. But, That's but, cool. But here's the thing. So every time we hang out, tell me if I'm crazy. Okay? Yes. I really want to know. I mean, I know I'm crazy, but tell me if I'm crazy. I need the listeners to, like, tweet at me. I've diagnosed you as crazy. Every time we hang out... Is this live? No, but I oh. mean, like, one of Eric's. Every time we hang out, he's like, I really like you. I really love spending time with you. Um, I'm cool with casual, but, like, I like where this is going. He keeps saying I'm cool with casual, which was making... He keeps throwing that out there? Yeah, that was making... Cool. <laughs> yeah, but that was making me feel like he's saying I'm cool with casual, not I want to keep it casual. So I thought he was, like, waiting for me to be like, I don't want it to be casual. So... We're hanging out a lot, like once, twice a week. He came to my comedy show with a bunch of his buddies. He invited me to his birthday That's party. Cool. All his friends are there. He's like introducing me to all his friends. He's holding my hand in front of them. He's kissing me in front of them. He comes to a comedy store with me. He comes with me to Brad Williams barbecue. He's like... Do you have feelings for him? Of course. But here's the thing. I don't think that's casual. When someone says, I want to date you casually, but then they start, like, introducing you to all their friends. I'm spending the night there. We talk on the phone every other day. To me, that's not casual. So, It seems like it's moving away from that, but nobody's made it official yet. Right. He might not want to freak you out. Right. And you might not want to freak him out. It's in a gray zone. Yeah. So then what happens is, um, long story short. But he's going to get out of jail free card. Well, you have to work. You just have sex with. Um, that's the, right. The, the penis slayer, or whatever. It is. But this is where it sucks. So we started having like some little disagreements, mostly because it's in this gray zone. Because it's in this place where it's like it's not really casual, but it's not really like I have a right to ask questions or he does. So guess what I did? I've never done this in my life. What? Never in my life. I told him that I wanted to date him exclusively. Kate. I've never done it. Look at you. Never in my entire life have I been vulnerable enough or like, I never did it. So I, I called him and I said, I think the reason we're having these problems because we're in a gray zone. And I think the answer is to not be in a gray zone. So I said, why don't we try dating exclusively? It doesn't have to be crazy. We don't have to like, I don't want to exchange keys or anything, but why don't we just like not see other people? (gasps) And, uh, I was like, I have some abandonment issues. And if we're dating exclusively, then I won't freak out every time, you know, I don't hear from you for a night. I'll just assume you're busy. Whatever. And you know what he said? What? He said he doesn't want to be in an exclusive relationship, even though he told me that he's not seeing anyone else. He's like, I'm really not seeing anyone else, but I'm just not really ready for an exclusive relationship. Well, that's what he told you. I don't think he's lying. All I know is this. If this guy's listening, I'm, I apologize, and I don't know you, and you're probably an awesome guy, and I'm probably jealous, but I, I don't know. I mean, maybe, I don't know. He's not listening. First of all, I told him he's not allowed. <laughs> well, he's really allowed. I blocked him on my Twitter, when because when I told him I wanted to be exclusive, and he told me no, I was like, then we can't see each other anymore. 
Wilma's says. Just a few days ago. Have you heard from him since? Of course. We've been texting a little bit since because he's like, I still want to see you. I just don't want to, I can't be in an exclusive relationship. And I said. You I said, drop it because it's never going to be what you want. I know. I have to, but I'm super bummed. But here's what's funny about it is he's like, I can't be in an exclusive relationship with you and the 400 other girls I'm getting paid to have sex with. Like, you get to fuck everyone you want. You know what? I, if a guy wants to be exclusive with you, he's going to be. Yeah. He's not going to be like, you don't want to be a guy that, you don't want to be a guy that you're you're an option and not a priority. Of course. If I'm really into somebody and they're like, do you want to be exclusive? I'm like, yes. That's I don't want it. you being with anybody else. All my guy friends are wishy-washy. It's like those people that date for eight years. Then they get married and they get divorced fucking three days later. Because the guy doesn't want to be married. Yeah, all my guy friends are like, Kate, I hate to tell you, but you're just not, he's, he doesn't like you enough. That's it. He likes me. Well, and he has bad taste. Aww. But, thanks. you know what? He, it's not that he doesn't like you enough, he just might, some guys are so afraid of commitment that they could have the greatest woman on the planet and they're going to end up just being a, a lonely bachelor their whole life. But they're looking for something, that they're not looking for somebody to spend their life with. They just want to be single and go out and hook up. And that's all they want to do. And that's fine. But you, if that's not what you're into. It's so weird because I thought that too. Like I love being single and I love like, I always say I don't want a relationship. But then I met this dude that suddenly I'm like, oh, it's like that one comic I was dating who you know about who I was obsessed with for a year. It's like. A year? I say I don't want a relationship, but when I meet the right person, I do actually. Do you like being single? I mean... I don't like being single because I never get laid, but with you, I, I do enjoy it. Is it exciting or does it get old? Do you want do you want somebody more steady? I think that, like... Or is it fun? Is it fun going out and meeting new people? I no. Think you know what? I don't think that I do like being single right now. Like, it was kind of like when he and I were... Here's what's weird. What we had, it was kind of perfect. I probably shouldn't have said anything because even though we weren't exclusive... He was still calling me every day and texting me all, all the time. Yeah, but then you waste a year with this guy, and then you're like, I want to be exclusive. He's like, eh. And then you're even more devastated. That's what I was afraid of. I think it's better to get your cards out on the table. Be like, hey, I like you more than just... Because if he's not into it... Move on. Why put yourself through that? Exactly. You know? But when do you think guys know? Like, how, like, how long does it take for you as a guy when you start dating someone to be like, I know that I wouldn't want to date other people. This girl's awesome. Uh, I can only speak for myself, and the people I've been in love with, I knew kind of right away. I say within a month. Do you have to be in love with them to not want to date other people? With me, I just, like, with with my first girlfriend, I was, like, the first time I hung out with her, I was just, like, gaga. And she was all I ever thought about, and then I was, like, I really missed her when she wasn't around, and I didn't want her dating other people, and I was, like... But I want to be with this person all the time. I was like, yeah. And my, the other girl that I dated, I only have like three relationships with 36 years, which is sad. No, I did, it's not. I didn't want her to be my girlfriend at first. She kept coming over to my apartment. She was a comic in Florida, and her and her friend would come over to my apartment. I lived with this other comic. Her friend liked my roommate. She liked me. She kept coming over. She kept coming over. I was like, I'm so sick of them being over here all the time. I'm so sick of it. And I started hanging out with her, hanging out with her, hanging out with her. And then one day, we were at like Walmart having the best time laughing and I was like I looked at her and I was like oh wow I'm like in love with this person really and then with my latest ex I loved her right off the bat but I I, I know if I love somebody I, I know I can just tell I can tell soon quickly 
Wait, go back to Walmart Girl for a second. Mm-hmm. So with Walmart Girl, you actually were like kind of annoyed that she kept coming over so much, and then all of a sudden it switched for you. Yeah, the first couple months, I I I, I found her attractive, but I, it was annoying because she was over there every night, and I just moved to Florida. I wanted to be single. I was like, dude, we can't bring girls over here. We can't have fun. Like Katie or Katie, these, these two are always over here. And my other my roommate wasn't into the one girl. That's more than a friend. And I wasn't into her, but she kept coming over every night. Ah. But then once we started going out and we started clicking, and I was like, then I kind of fell in love with her. Interesting. So that one grew on me. With my first girlfriend, I knew instantaneously. But it's, somebody will do certain things and have certain qualities that I'm like, I I, I love this person. Yeah. Like, there's once once they drop the whole bullshit and they're just sweet and childlike and super sensitive, I'm like I'm, I'm like oh this this is this makes me love you. And my ex, she was uh, that's what I loved about her. The first time we met, she was just like super sensitive and uh, super sweet, and uh, she kept playing this Motown music. And uh, I was like, for a girl your age, why do you like this Motown music? And she's like, oh, my dad was a musician, and it was just there was something magical about. It. I don't know how to describe love, but you kind of just know it. But it can, it can grow, too. Well, I think that there that it's easy to confuse love with, like, I think it's easy, with infatuation, though. Like, that comic I was obsessed with. I all this shit. I mean, I think it is what it is. Just let it go. I don't, am I in love? Am I infatuated? Am I this? Am I that? I, you know what I mean. You can sit and think about anything. Just, just live it up. If you really like being with somebody, then I think... Why not be explicit? But see, now this this conversation that I'm having with you is making me reassess the porn guy situation because I'm like, maybe I should give it more time and it would click in his head. I mean, that's possible, but how long have you guys been dating? I don't know. Like, we met at the AVN Awards, so... I mean, there's no reason two months. not to date him but date other people. But if you're thinking, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make him fall in love with me by hanging out with him. That might happen, or you might you might be lying to yourself. I think the problem with dating him and dating other people at this point is that I'm so into him that no one else will get a fair shake. It'll keep me from no meeting someone else. Well, the, uh, <laughs> no that's not fun, is it? the, uh... The, uh, the, um... Him being a porn star doesn't bother you? It does a little. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. Is it ideal? No. That bothers the fuck out of me. I mean, it's weird. You'd think it would bother me too, but I don't know if it's because I was around it at the AVN Awards or from my Playboy show having worked on porn sets or something, but like... So it's not as shocking to you. Maybe it's just because I haven't been in that world. It's like, I understand that it's a job. I've seen these guys sometimes be like literally fucking a girl and like looking at their watch. Like, it's... I don't know how to explain it. I would kill this. I mean... The girl's just on Tinder. Like, I can, I, can I get a mod or something? I don't know, Eric. I don't love it, but they're... See, here's what's funny. Now, it bothers me more. Because part of me was like, oh, cool. Well, he's a porn guy. He's getting lots of sex at work. He's probably not going to be a guy that's, like, trying to cheat or step out or, like, fuck a bunch of girls. He gets plenty of sex. So, part of me was like, that's cool. And then also, he he wasn't the jealous type. And he kind of, like, understood that there's a difference between, like, branding and, like, who you really are. Because... He does porn. Like, there were a lot of things that I was like, oh, it's kind of not all bad. How big of a porn star is? How successful? I mean, he's very working. 
He's working. Like in the poor community. I don't like to call anyone a star in the. You know what I mean? If, like, if this was how, if he was an actor, what what, what would you? What if he was an him? actor, he'd be like one of those recurring characters you see on lots of things, but you're not like quite sure their name. Okay. He's like always working. So you see him at Starbucks, you're like, I think I've seen that guy's hard day. Right. You know, <laughs> I've seen your balls an asshole. Oh my god, you were in. Uh, yeah, exactly. Spank my monkey. Does three days. He works full. Well, like he could, you know, he makes a living doing it. He's working, and people in the industry all know who he is. Do people's boyfriends, husbands, wives, whatever, do they go to set and watch? Uh, I don't know. I'm not. That's gross. I would never do that. Do you, um, <laughs> some people might be into that, though. Well, look, I worked on, people are into all kinds of I worked shit. on this fembot porn for my Playboy TV show. Fembot? With this girl that, that sells, and I can't get his fucking script back. Tell me about it. No shit. But this girl... Robo-tits. <laughs> that admires many stories. Or you can just do it to sell a fucking movie. It's a true. horny guy will buy it. It's totally true. I was going to call it Pussy the Movie. You know? It could be just me telling jokes. There's a girl named Ashley Fires. She's a porn star. Ashley Fires? Ashley Fires. Well, that's her porn name. They have porn names. I know. Okay. Okay. Well, so this girl named Ashley Fires... Uh, her, stupid day, girlfriend. No, she's great. I like her. Whatever. But anyway, the Sorry, point, her husband directs all her porn. And there's so many porn couples that work together. I met so many when I was at the AVN Awards that are like husband and wives. Like Annika Albright and Mick Blue, this couple that I met, they are married. They're both porn stars. He won like male performer of the year. And she told me like, oh, my first ever anal sex scene was with my husband, Mick. And we won an award for it. And we cried on stage. And it was really sweet. Like. They cried on stage? Yes. It hurt that bad? Yeah. <laughs> I still can't sit down. Her mom. Like, this is ridiculous. That's the most ridiculous fucking thing I've ever It heard. is, right? Yes. I, think I cried on stage because I won best balls. My mom is worried about me because she's do like... They thank, do they thank Jesus when they win the award? They don't, no. But what's even worse is today is Easter. By the way, we're recording this on Easter Sunday. I'm sorry, God. Forgive me. I know. But here's what's really crazy is porn guy and I were texting today because we were thinking about getting together tonight to talk to see if there's like a middle ground and he's like, I'm on set. I'm on set. I'm working. I'll hit you after. And I'm like, you're making a porno on Easter? Ugh. I don't want to become this jaded. My, I, don't need, I don't need to be this open-minded. I think some stuff should stay That's what I think. And my mom is like, Kate, look at what's happening. Some of stuff is too much. I know. Man. I think I'm sliding down a dark hole. Yeah. I, I, I think I have. I think he's been sliding down a dark hole. I'm a Christian. I believe in... I'm a, dating, a Christian, and I'm dating a porn star. I am going to hell. Hollywood will just numb you, but I don't want to get that numb. I don't either. I want to have, like, a nice family. Eric, fix me. I, Kate, I'm broken. <laughs> fix me. But, okay, could you be in an open relationship with somebody? You know, here's the deal. Is I, that better, or...? I don't want to be in an open relationship. Is that okay? more realistic these days? Well, that's my thing. I don't want to be in one, but here's what I know. 99% of guys at some point do cheat. So here's how I feel about it. I would rather not be in an open relationship, but I know that men are men and temptation is out there. And on occasion, you probably slip up. So how I feel is if I'm in an exclusive relationship with you and let's say you're somebody that's like, out on the road a lot or takes a lot of business trips and you happen to meet someone one night and you guys happen to fuck, I never want to know. Please don't keep her number. Don't be like, I'm texting with this girl. You know, I don't want to catch you like flirty texting, but can I get my head around like that you might occasionally hook up with somebody out there? I don't really care. Really? I mean, I 
don't that want, was your husband? I don't want to know. If I don't know, I know, you know what I mean? But which, but you don't, you don't think that's a sign of something's missing in the marriage, or you think that just not corny? I think that here's what I honestly believe: as someone who was married for ten years and was very sexually frustrated for the entire marriage. But what if your husband wasn't was having sex with you at quarter? Even still, you know, I feel like, honestly, I don't know. I'm going to catch backlash for this. I feel like maybe an occasional tryst outside the marriage might actually not be the worst thing for the relationship. I think it might help. Okay. I just think it might be like, okay, every once in a while you get to fuck someone else. You're satisfied. but Is it the same for women? You think? Yes. Um, I think it's different. Because for me personally, I never, ever, ever hook up with randoms. I've only ever had one one-night stand. So for me, it's so rare to meet someone that I'm like, I just want to fuck you right now. So you have to have an emotional connection with somebody. Yeah, I mean, it's happened to me once. There was one guy that I met one time that I was like, oh my god, I want to fuck this guy so bad. I would have fucked him the first night. And we ended up not fucking. He was just lost. Like, he was just, you were just really attracted to him. Yeah, but, we ended, but it was something about his personality also and physicality. But then we ended up kind of dating. But it was all like very sexually heated. So the point is, I don't think for women that it necessarily is the same. I don't know. I, I don't know anything. I mean, I guess part of me is really naive and just, I was just raised, like my parents are still together and I was raised like super um, religious. And, but you know what? I'm, I'm in no position to judge. Well, would you be comfortable with an open relationship? No. So if you're, no. if you're with a girl, like, she is definitely not fucking anyone else. Fuck no. Well, see, that's how... Fuck no. You know what? This is how I can tell. This is how I can that tell. That's not happening. I've been through the ringer so bad with guys because a couple years ago, I would have been like, absolutely not. Now, I'm dating a porn actor. Well, not anymore because I ended it. But, like, dating a porn actor and also... In my head, I'm like, maybe I'd be okay with Open if he treated me well. Just because, like, I've dated so many assholes that suck so bad that I'm like, well, if the sacrifice for him treating me well is occasionally he cheats on me, I guess I'd rather have that than have some dickhead. I mean, you're talking to me, and my longest relationship is five months. So I obviously have terrible relationships, and just, I'm just a fucked up person. No, you're not. Well, I'm super emotional. Super sensitive. You're me. It's so hard for me to... I need so much love and attention that I... I, I don't know what type of woman I, I would would take me for life. I, I don't know. I've never found somebody like that. You will. But I, I also think I need therapy and a lot of times sober. I need therapy. I need therapy. But I don't think I can just have sex with somebody without having feelings for them. Really? Yeah. You couldn't just hook up with a random... Yes, you could. If a girl came up to you at a bar and was like, I want to suck your dick so bad right now. No, that's not what I mean. I mean, why do you know somebody? <laughs> the, uh, I, um, no, I, I mean, but these people that have fuck buddies for like years. Oh, I couldn't do that. I don't think I could do that. I couldn't a one night stand is different. Yeah. Especially when I was drinking. I couldn't even fucking tell you people's names. Really? I had one night stands on the road. Do you know? There's nothing worth bragging about. I, I'm sure for them it was nothing worth bragging about. Oh, stop. There was a lady that asked me if I was gay the entire time, even while we were having sex. Are you serious? Mm -hmm. She kept asking if you were gay? Yeah. And the skinny jeans didn't help. While you were fucking, she's like, are you gay? No, before we had sex, and then afterwards, she's like, are you sure not gay? I'm like, I just had sex with you, but I'm like, no, I'm heterosexual. Oh my god. Do you know what's crazy about me is that I can still name every guy I've slept with. I've 
only slept with, I've counted the other day, 13 guys. That's it. Really? I can count, I can name them all. Isn't that insane? But what's crazy is that. What's the average? I don't. You're, how old are you, do you say? Yeah, I'm 34, but I was married for 10 years, so. That's, and your promiscuous 20s, you were married. Right, so you got to figure, before I got married, I don't even, I almost don't even count the guy. There was a guy that, like, kind of slipped the tip in and came immediately. I don't really count that as sex. Like, he didn't even pump once. Like, he put his, he barely put the tip in. It doesn't in. count when my number just went down by half. <laughs> I came this morning when I put my pants on. <laughs> so, anyway, but counting that guy, it's 13. But you got to remember that I've been divorced for three and a half years, so that means that 11 of those guys were in the last three and a half years. So You had sex with one guy over your husband. Yeah, if you count. I mean, I barely count that guy. Oh, like the tipping guy? That's the tipping Yeah, but you were kids, right? I was a virgin. We were 17. Oh, he's probably so excited. He literally put a condom on. Oh, it was like prom night, I think. He put a condom on. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to have sex with you for prom. He's like, cool. He puts a condom cool. on. Puts a condom on. Barely puts the tip in. He's like, oh, God. And it was over. He didn't jerk off first? Amateur. It was a, he was a virgin. So I don't count that. But I'll, for the sake of the number, I'll count him. That makes 13. Well, I don't know what the average number is for people. How many have you slept with? Do you have a clue? I know, exactly. You do? Well, I had to do for step nine for AA. You have to make a sex inventory. Shut so up. I had to write down every woman I've slept with or did anything with, and then I had to write down people that I felt I had to apologize to. Do you remember everybody you slept with? You Weren't you blacked out half the time because you're an addict? I remember. Wow. I remember them all. I don't understand how you're able to fuck when you're so fucked up. Well, my drinking, if I was really drunk, I didn't have sex. I didn't even go out and meet people. But yeah. my drinking wasn't always as bad. Oh. It got bad in my late 20s. But in my early 20s on the road, I would be drunk and high. But I was like, if I was if I was able to go to the bar, yeah. I wasn't that bad. Yeah. I, it came to a point where I would just go back to my, I'd be so fucked up. I, I, you saw me drunk. I couldn't even fucking stand up. Let, let's, let's go to a bar and meet somebody. You definitely couldn't have fucked. You were definitely not I able definitely to fuck. Fucking, yeah. No. Yeah. It was really attractive, though. I was attracted to you. I would have fucked you if you were able what are you talking about? I was drunk? Are you kidding? I'm totally kidding. I was all happy. Uh, nice all right. It well, was attractive, wasn't it? Me on the couch. You called the fire department. It was so hot. Yeah. Calling the police on you four times. Probably the first night of your life. You're fine now. You're sober now, though. I'm really proud of you. You're doing great things. You got this cartoon coming out. Yay! Yeah. What's your cartoon called? Court Ordered. Court Ordered. I'm going to be in it. It's going to be amazing. It's really funny. When does this air? Next, on Friday. This okay, Friday. so yeah, court ordered. We're filming the pilot, and then hopefully we get picked up by like Netflix or Hulu as an adult animated cartoon series like Epis for Family or something like that. So dope. You definitely will. Um, before we go, you've been amazing. I talked way too much, but I, I feel like I needed show. to bounce off you. I feel better. Do you feel better? I feel better. It's like venting, right? It's like therapy. I don't know, man. I, I feel... This podcast good. is basically just like... Therapy. Our conversations. Yeah, that's what it is. We didn't really do it up too no, much. No, not at all. Um, tell your worst date ever. Oh, God. Can you think of one? Yes. I, I I was in love with this girl. I used to be on a show called... This kid's show called Pancake Mountain. It was on PBS Digital. I was in love with this girl and asked her to go out to 90214 across the street from the Laugh Factory. Yeah. I get all dressed up and I go... And the waiter... 
keeps talking to her the entire time. And I'm like trying to interject. This guy keeps coming up. She gives the waiter her phone number right in front of me. Uh uh-uh. uh. And she goes, Oh, er- oh, and Eric, do you care if my friend Eric comes on our date? Because he's really funny. And I was like, <laughs> And I paid for the food. Are you kidding me? Yeah. She actually asked if you could come on her date with the waiter. Well, she was like trying to be nice, but she, he, he was like hitting on her in front of me. And it, the most offensive thing was this guy didn't even look at me like I was on a date with her or any kind of like competition or a possible boyfriend. I was just like some non-sexual what a dick. entity. But that's my own fault for being weak and not projecting that no, side of myself. She didn't know you were on a date, which is why I always tell you when you ask out girls, you have to tell them, be clear that it's a date. But I was too scared. Well, you're getting better though. I was like, let's meet up and go over notes. Yeah, that's the problem. You yeah. can't be like, let's meet up and write. It's like the guy saying, let's run live. Well, I, I figured, I wasn't trying to be totally misleading, but I figured if I asked her on a date and she said no, but I was like, oh, once she goes on a date with me and sees how funny and charming I am, she'll like me. So I was like, I just need to get her alone in the restaurant and put on my comedy act. Right. Which obviously doesn't fucking work. It works sometimes. But if somebody's not attracted to you, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. But this did not work. Or I had a girl ask me after a show one time, this is, she's like, yeah, let's, let's go to lunch tomorrow. At the Richmond Funny Bone, I'm like, okay. And I walk into, like, Chili's or someplace equally as depressing. And she's there with her husband and her son. She's like, Shut up. the comedian and the husband's just looking at me the whole time. And I'm like, what in God's name is this? She just wanted to hang out with the comedian. Oh, my God. And she's, like, telling her husband my bits. And this guy's, like, looking at me like he's got a shotgun in the car and he's going to kill me. What the fuck? Who does this? You get hit on by oh. married women a lot. I didn't know she was married. Or I had the date where I went out this girl, Katie, who was a waitress at Weisinger's Comedy Club in Virginia, and I got so drunk, I peed all over her kitchen because I thought it was the bathroom. What? Didn't know about it. And I'm hitting on her for like a year after. I'm like, why won't Katie text me? And my friend, my sponsor at the time, Brian, was like, you peed all over her bath or her kitchen. Oh, my God. And then there was the other girl, this other girl that I had a date with that I got so drunk that I threw up all over, the, all over myself and all over the bed. And I ended up, and she was like, I'm leaving. I'm like, fine. I'm like, please stay. She ended up staying. But we didn't, she just laid in the bed. You me. threw up all over her and she stayed? She's obviously codependent. I threw up at the bar. I threw up like down my shirt and then I went back home. She's like, why don't you get in the shower? And I was like, threw up all over the bed. I was so trashed. And, and she, she like, stayed. I think she thought I was going to like die or need to go to the hospital. Probably. Like it was, she knew I was like, I was like barely. My God, Eric. <laughs> Wow. Well, on that note, everyone, Eric is single. Oh, my God. I got, I got this date. I went out with this girl. I meant rehab. Mm-hmm. These are two dates. Do you have time? Yeah. I went out with this girl. I meant rehab. And she was like, I called her. I'm like, hey, let's hang out. She's like, do you want to get some Percocets? And I'm like, I've never done those. Aren't we supposed to be sober? And she's like, come on, let's get some Percocets. And I'm like, okay. So I get in the car and she's like, how much money do you have? And I'm like, $100. And she's like, I wouldn't have been hung out if you only had that much. It's only like five Percocets. And I'm like, that's still like 20 And I'm like, okay. So we get Percocets. We go to Applebee's, and we take them. She takes, like, three or four. <laughs> okay. I take one. Okay. We're at Applebee's, okay? And my I had overdrawn my bank account, okay? Because I didn't know. And I looked at my bank balance. It was, like, negative $20. So, and the, the Percocet hits me, and I fall face down on my mashed potatoes. The waiter comes to me and goes, are you okay? And I pick my head up. I love mashed potatoes all over my face. And then the bill didn't go through, so she had to pay it. Then I went to her house and drank all of her alcohol and passed out on her couch. And the next day, I'd ask her for money for the bus. And then oh, I, went, I went out this girl. Fran, I went out with this girl, Fran from rehab, who was getting electroshock therapy for depression. She had she was a cutter. She had cuts all over her arms. She starts crying. She comes to my comedy show. Then we go see Pineapple Express. Everyone in the theater's laughing. She's curled up like this and crying. I'm like, what's wrong? She's like, I want to kill myself. She's like, I'm gonna go drink. And I was like, okay. 
and then she goes to drink, and we start hooking up, and she starts crying. Wait, where did she go to drink? We went and got a six-pack of beer. And you start hooking up? We went to her house and started hooking up, and then while we're hooking up, she starts crying. How often do girls cry when they're having sex with you? That was the only time. Okay, that's good. But it wasn't because of me. How often do you cry? Every time. <laughs> Every morning when I wake up. Oh, Eric, you're such a good guest. Thank you for doing this. Your stories are great. You gave me good advice. Thank you for having me, Miss Kate. Going to be single forever. You guys should follow Eric at Eric Myers Comedy. He's fucking hilarious. It's E-R-I-K-M-Y-E-R-S Comedy. And on Instagram, we'll post a selfie together as we do. Leave nice comments, please. And uh, I love you. Don't call me Gollum. (laughs) Fucking asshole. Don't call him Gollum. This has been Date Fails. I'm Kate Quigley. Follow me at Kate Q Funny. Bye, everybody.